Hey, David Wygant, you know, we've been changing things around as I've been telling you over and over again, because look, I do still coach, but I'm going to probably be the best goddamn bleeping trading coach in the world, not teaching patterns, teaching mindset and psychology, because that's what I think people tend to forget. The pattern man is sitting across from me. We got Jeremy Newsom from Real Life Trading, one of my favorite people in the world. And, and Jeremy knows when I came and visited him, him almost two summers ago, I was a terrible trader, um, but I understood it. But my head, right, was just uh, on backwards, would you say? You know? Yep. Well, I, w I would say it was on backwards. It was, you were just, you're a little bit new, man. You were still in the process of learning. You spent so much time, so much energy, so much effort making this happen. And I want to let, let everyone who's listening, I'm very proud of you. Thank because you. you've come a long way. Like you wanted to be a full-time trader two years ago, and now you are. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty cool. Like it's really interesting. And like you'll love this today. They didn't, on TD Ameritrade, they had my, um, I was looking at Bitcoin futures and I saw the perfect entry, right? And I go to buy one contract because one contract is going to make me like two or $3,000, right? Yeah. Because it was a pullback and it didn't go through. And I'm like, what's going on? So I called him up and he says, oh man, he goes, we screwed up. So sorry. We didn't have your buying power related to that. He goes, you're good now. And I go, no, I was good 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, see, 10 minutes ago is when I needed to do that. So um, it's interesting. And, and I can tell you something. I'm very big now, Jeremy, and this is something I want to talk about is understand your personality. Mm. Um, and I learned, I've had Mr. Wild Toad's wild ride the last nine days, right? You know, when probably a lot of people are down for the year, I would probably say, you know, in their long-term portfolios yeah. and stuff, right? You know, down or probably yeah. even with all the wacky, you know, if they were tech heavy, they're definitely down. Um, oh, yeah. It was really interesting. I woke up on a Monday morning and I was up about 13 grand. And at that moment, I wanted to just do what I do, take my profit and, and, and feel good. That's who I am, right? So I decided that I was going to put my investor hat on. And mm -hmm. I'm really a trader, not really an investor, because I can go and take, I don't, I've had major, I've had, you know, it's not hard for me to do 5,000 bucks now, right? In a day. Yeah. You know? It's so it's not hard for me to make the money. So then I decided to let it ride and I let it ride and it just tweaked me all week because it was like not in my personality because I have this incredible abundance that I can find another trade. I can do futures, which I love, by the way. Oh, God. You're so fun. remember you and I first started talking about those in Nashville. Oh. <laughs> it's just I've got <laughs> my indicator will go off. And I look at the NQ and I'm like, oh my God, this is like, it's just coming back and it's cupping at the bottom and it's just such a great move and the ticks are there. And I'm like, and it's just, you just take one contract and literally 35 seconds later, you look and go, well, that was the easiest $300 I think I've ever made in my life. Right. So yeah. I have understood something and I've really been going through a battle over the last week. And I think it's something that a lot of people need to hear. I'm not a long-term investor. I'd rather be cash or mostly 90% cash in both my accounts 
at the end of the night. Because the moves that I make are predicated on what is happening in the present moment, today, mm. tomorrow, and maybe the next day, right? So I can go and make a large sum of money and then I find psychologically when I start to let it roll and I watch, you know, all of a sudden my count's down 10 grand, my count grand up, up 10 grand. I realize what it does is it puts me into a mindset where I feel like I'm in makeup mode and then I'll size up too much that day in the wrong positions instead of sizing up in the right positions. And I realized that, and I spoke to a financial planner who's really good and makes his clients 20%. I did that on my retirement account last year in only six months, right? And he looked at me and he said to me, he says, he goes, why are you rolling things for so long when it's not your personality? How do you feel about people trading outside their personality? It's an amazing question, man. I do think that people should learn a little bit about who they are and what they like and what they're trying to achieve in trading and really introspectively understand what the cash is for. Because one thing that I learned from you, man, among many, many things, but you got to be a trader or right? you have to classify yourself as a trader. Meaning when you take a trade, you should know, is this a trade or is it an investment? A trade for me is a cash flow creating device. So what I'm trying to do is take that cash flow to then go buy another asset. That asset could be Bitcoin, that asset could be um, a home, that asset could be a business, mm -hmm. uh, an employee, someone that can help me with something, or it's just a, a, a watch or a plane ticket somewhere, you know, a nice Airbnb. Having the ability to invest in yourself and pour that money back into your life is what helps me and someone in your stage of life that you've done extremely well in business and in your career and now in trading is yeah man you should we have to know our our personalities we need to create rules that stop us from exposing the negatives of our personalities for example i'm very impulsive man when i trade i love trading i can take a million trades in a day no problem me too so i created rules to stop myself certain times of the day if i'm up a certain amount or if i've taken a certain amount of trades because I love it so much, I don't want to fall into the rabbit hole of not eating and not drinking. So yeah, man, you have to learn some aspects of your personality, both the good and bad, to really excel at this. You know, it's funny. Um, yesterday, I have a goal. It's very funny. You got to be careful what you tell the universe, right? I do not want to mm -hmm. take, because if I add up my large loss, it, it's amazing. Even with large losses that really were avoidable, um, I'm up a lot this year, right? So I just look and I journal every single night and I say to myself, and I wrote down that number and I was like, oh, that number is ugly. And I wrote it down in big red ink, right? And then I said to myself, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Without that lesson, okay, without recognizing that lesson, without recognizing that behavior, without recognizing that, I'm not going to be able to grow from it. So Monday morning I woke up and I said, I'm just going to take small losses today, right? So I realized Monday I was down $300 for the day and I wasn't up at all. That was when I told it at the end, I was like, wait a second. I told the universe, I'm going to, I want to take small losses today. So I did, but I forgot to tell the universe that I also want to take gains today as well. Right? So this morning I woke up and I said, I'm going to take my small losses today, but I'm going to take my gains. And it turned into a really good day. Right. And yeah. 
I realized it's like the words that you choose on the day are going to play out because it's the energy that you have that's going into where you're at and also your personality. I'm like you, I'm very impulsive. So I would rather have, because I trade my retirement account and my regular account, right? I would rather have all my money available because if I see something that's great for my retirement account, I'd rather size up in that moment, you know, and yeah. take that position. Like, and you'd be proud of me, man. Today I, I took Mara for, uh, at the open, I, I took a buck 30 out of Mara, right? I mean, I could have taken a lot more. I just didn't realize it would run all day, right? And then I took like 80 cents on Twitter. Um, you know, I had a target for it. So I'm no longer the guy. Remember, I used to be like, oh, after two cents, I'd be like, oh, I got to get out. I got to get yeah. out, right? And yeah. then I scalped Spy like all afternoon during, you know, Spy was ranging and I just kept playing the ranges, you know, shorting, shorting at the top, buying at the bottom. Um, but it's really important, I think, as, as human beings, because you understand this, is that this is a beautiful business with unlimited earning potential. Yeah. There's a million ways to do it. There are people who take a $500,000 retirement account at the end of the year. They're happy if they have 550000 That's 10%, right? There are other yep. people who trade that, their retirement account on a daily basis and they're at $725,000, right? Because they are not holding it. They're just churning and burning and churning and burning. And I think the biggest thing that people don't understand is that as a human being, you have to work on one thing at a time, not 10 things yeah. at a time. How did you... Yep. Like, work through like when when you walk away you know that impulse because it's funny i'm the same way as you like i i rip myself out of this chair at noon okay and i go to the and i go to the gym and i'm not back till 2 30 i do the i do the first two and a half hours and the power and the power 90 minutes at the end that's all i do and i will hear the screen going beep 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 when i'm eating lunch and i will not i will not leave my kitchen until 2 30. Nice. I like that. So how do you, how do you institute rules? So, cause you know, the impulses also will give you large wins and it will also give you some losses that are pretty ugly as well. Yeah. Both of those are true, man. Both of those are true. And as far as the, as far as the, the, the discipline and the rules, what you have to start with is you have, in order to start, you have to start. Sounds obvious, but you got to pick a certain amount of time and just go with it if it works at all. I came up with a saying today that I like a lot that if you wait an extra 600 seconds, you'll probably make an extra $600,000. And hmm. what that means hmm. is if you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out, should I exit or not? Just walk with 600 seconds is six minutes or 10 minutes. Three candles. Yeah. Three candles. It's like, just, just walk away. You know, like if you, if you feel like you need to do something, you generally don't. Uh, especially once you're in a position, once you've made the trade, at that point in time, there's nothing you need to do more other than just leave because you're already in it. And especially if you're like uh, hovering over the trigger, mm. and you're like, well, it's not at my target. It's not at my stop, but you're doing this. Like your finger is like, I'm ready to go. 600 seconds, right? Go. How much can you do in 600 seconds? Go work out, go do some push-ups. quick snack, use the bathroom, wash a dish, do something. But that's how much money we're leaving on the table, $600,000 by not just getting up and walking away every 600 seconds, you know, once a day, just to let something continue to play out. You know, it's interesting you said that because I, um, 
I'm learning the same thing because I write it all down. And I realize it's like just leaving a portion in. Maybe, you know, your finger's hovering and you've made a dollar and a dollar's not a bad win, you know? It's like, I mean, on a, on, a, on a stock like Mara or Twitter, it's a decent win. On a stock like NVIDIA, you're just getting warmed up. You know, it's like a dollar is stupid, right? So when you're yeah. hovering, you know, when you're hovering, I really, you know, and this is something, this is interesting that you said this because I realized something just by leaving a portion in and writing it down, actually writing it down in your diary next to it going, what if I left 50 shares in and put break even in? I'm already up a dollar, right? So it's free. What if I left 50 shares in and I actually played it out till I saw a trend reversal, right? That's a scary number. Because, you know, and I'm talking only 100 share lots, like, you know, because I'm just doing it based on just a small amount of, of shares, just because it's easier for people to do the math. But imagine if you had 500 shares, if you had 5,000 shares you left in. There was an MU trade that I did. I think I made 500 bucks on it because it's just, uh, I kept layering my uh, short at the top, right? And then yeah. when I was up $500, I realized, oh my God, it rolled another $1.50. Yeah. Now I had 7,500 shares in that thing. If I just left half in there, right, you add it up. And that's what I do is I start writing it down and I start saying to myself on my piece of paper, I look and say, if I just left it in, mm -hmm. how often would it come back and break me out and, and, and break even or slippage, lose a little money on the second portion? And how often would it have made me money on the second position? And it was 86% of the time. It was more money. In 14% of the time, Jeremy, it was, it was break even. On the second yeah, one. that's a big deal, man. That's a huge number to see. Because even, honestly, man, even just leaving that little piece in there, again, it just helps you build your muscles, right? Right before we started recording, you're talking about an epic workout, you know, that you want me to do with you uh, soon. And I cannot wait for that to happen. But you also didn't get to that particular workout goal without some smaller pieces ahead of time. And you're not going to get to a larger piece without a little bit of pain. So the pain comes from just doing something different, right? Doing something that you're not used to holding a little bit longer, even if it's five more minutes, 10 more minutes, 10,000 more shares, a hundred more shares, whatever. Pick something that you're like, Oh, I'm a little scared. I'm a little worried. I'm a little panicked. Let me practice this right now. Cause I generally haven't and then move forward. You know, it's interesting. Um, I wrote that down. You know what doesn't hurt anymore? Losing. There you go. You know, I've had, you know, I've had $10,000 position losses, you know, and that's, it's within the percentage of my, uh, of my, of my account, right? Of my account size. And do you know what's interesting? I used to have a loss, a big catastrophic loss. It would take months and months to break even. Mm. I can do it in two days now. You know, all of, a sudden, all of a sudden I'm just like, I'm back, you know, it's like, I don't even think about it. I don't even think about it in the moment. Like, it's like, if that moment happens, I write it down. I realize the mistake that I made in that moment. I realize what I should have done. Because usually when you take a loss, your ego is saying, stay in. And the, and the market gives you three or four chances to get out for close to break even or a little profit, right? But your mind keeps going, no, I'm going to stay in. And it's that holding muscle. And I, I believe you work on the holding muscle sometimes on the wrong place, right? Yep. And it's interesting. And there's another thing too that 
it's another habit. And this is something I think a lot of people do. And, and I'd love to hear your viewpoint on this, right? Um, the problem is with platforms, you know, like I know Thinkorswim really well. And if you use Active Trader at the top, you can do three charts and you're not like flipping back and forth, right? The problem that I have sometimes is, and, I, and I've written this down on one of my boards, you can't see it and I write to myself, the show is the candles. The mistake is the ticker. Because if you're watching the ticker, I watch the ticker and the price action, right? So I'll get shaken out of something because I don't wanna lose my profit, right? When in turn, if you're just looking at the candles, you would have stayed in 10 minutes, 15 minutes longer because the candles are just moving down or moving up, but the price action is going nuts, you know, especially if, you know, because I trade big boy stocks now, you know, I don't trade like, I'll trade Roku, or, you know, I'll, I'll trade the stuff that like, you'll be up a dollar and down a dollar in the same, you know, within the same 15 second tick, right? So what did you do to eliminate looking at the numbers? Because I think a lot of people will do that and just watch the candles because the candles and this is what i've learned the candles are the show the numbers are the mind fuck <laughs> i love it it's true it's 100 true because like you don't care about a dollar but you care about a hundred thousand where's yeah. the difference you know like the candles the candle and that that's what you said earlier man um one of the things i love is the uh this is an unlimited job like there's, there's no ceiling to how much money you can make. Any one of us, anyone listening in, there's no limit. You can make as much as you want, which is incredible. So the way for me to do it is honestly, man, just like you kind of mentioned or alluded to, and you know this, I don't look at it. I don't have my P&L up. I spend so little time in front of my broker. Everyone asks me why I use charting softwares. And that's why I use charting softwares because it's candle based. Wow. Yeah. So you don't see, so you're not watching tick by I, tick. I'm never watching it. I just move over into the broker to simply place a trade. And I go right back to my charting software so I can see the show and not worry about the money. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll get in something, you know, at a hundred dollars and it will go up to one ten, and then the algos are going to shake you out. They're going to make you, they're going to bring it down to 9980. You know, because you start to understand what the algos are doing, right? Because they're going to, oh, it's not going to hold 100. And then, boom, that thing will shoot up, right? Yeah. And it does the dance. And if you're watching that, if you're watching the price action the whole time, you're going you're gonna to trigger yourself out of that trade. You're either going to trigger yourself out of that trade for a loss, or you're going to trigger yourself out of that trade for a very small win. So you are going to trading view, and you're watching the show, and the lines are basically your support and your resistance and you're just watching the show and you're allowing that candle, you're just allowing the candles. Cause I've wrote, written this down, Jeremy, and I say to myself, oh my God, I didn't watch the show. I watched the number, you know? I watched, oh, it was up 30 cents and then it went back down 15 cents and I got shaken out. And you know, then I look and I go to Hike and Aishi, which is really good. And all of a sudden, at the end of that trend, and I look and I go, Oh my God, 13 candles in a row were green. I got in on the first candle and got out on the second because I got shaken up by not watching the show. And the show was just a beautiful line going up. So that's my psychological thing. I have it written down somewhere. Watch the show. Uh, it, it's all on here. It's on one of my notepads. So it, it's great that you do that. That's a, that's a great um, elevation and a really good share. Love it, man. 
Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Let me, uh, let me share it, dude. Thank you. So what's your goals for this year, man? What do you like? I mean, this is a, uh, Bitcoin is crazy. You know, I'm in a, I'm in an investing club for, um, crypto and my, um, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I'm, in, man. I'm in both. Um, I'm in crypto, heavy Ethereum, Bitcoin. My, my main goals uh, is I've actually set a pretty big goal for myself. Um, but in the next 15, 15 years might be conservative, but I want to become a billionaire from trading. And Ooh, I like it. Happen this, you know, in the 15 years, maybe it might be a little bit after, maybe it might be a little bit before, but I'm really going to try to ramp up because I constantly hear people always say, um, you know, that they're like Warren Buffett and Chamath and Kathy Wood, like some of the best traders or investors in the world. I want to be on that list, man. I don't know why I can't. And uh, that's what I'm working towards. Okay. So how are you going to get there? What's step one, step two, step three, you know, in, in your, to get to the end result, we have to love the process. Yeah. So, so the process what's, for me, what's the process for you? Process for me is uh, 10xing my account every year for the next six years. Okay. That's it. How do, you, how do you have to trade differently? How do you have to grow? Better do it this way. How do you have to grow as a trader this year to 10x? Because my goal is to double, double my retirement account by the end of next year, right? Love it. Yeah. Okay. Which is something I know I can do, judged on, but really a lot of the things that I'm starting to see and what I know and, and, and understand. So how... How are you going to do that? How are you going to grow? How are you going to level up? Are you, is, it, is it changing your, your size? Is it changing your approach? Yeah, it's size. It's all, it's all size. Um, I think I've spent enough time understanding market sentiment and candles, and now it's just understanding the risk because at a certain point in trading, like you can, you can take you know, very, very small risks on a $10,000 account or $50,000 account or $100,000 account, and you can risk 0.5, 1% and be really, really, really strategic and extremely small um, for years. And you can do very, very well. I mean, 20, 30% a year is insane. It's astronomical. It's amazing. But I feel like, yeah, I have the ability of increasing my risk after I've been able to take some money out and create an account that's designed for rapid acceleration and massive growth. And that's what I want everyone to understand is it's not my life savings. It's not everything that I've, you know, spent and is in one account. I have other accounts that are for safety and for security and for liquidity. And I want to create one account where I'm like, this is the most aggressive account that I possibly have. And I'm going to do extremely fast movements with it. So I am, I'm happy to say that I did hit target one for 2020. So I took 70,000 and turned it into 700,000. And so next is going to be, I would like to try to turn that 700,000 into 7 million by the end of the year. So how did you do seventy to seven? Did you do it all with Riot and Mara in, the, in that first? In that no, first, in that no, January I, run. No, I missed that. No, uh, that was so. This was a year ago. So this was from March of last year till this year. Okay, the seventy to seven hundred, um, and that was a lot of leaps. So just long-term equity options that you know. You remember you and I were talking on the phone. Yeah, I those all the time. Yeah, man. Square, Tesla. Um, those are my, those are two big ones for me. Uh, Wix, I made a lot of money on Wix, Workday, Activision. Um, those are some of my biggest wins. Pin National Gaming was a huge one for me last year as well. So finding a good place and getting in and, and being in uh, and holding, like having that end goal and just 
once you're in, man, that's the hardest part. From there, you just got to be patient and just relax. We have a different market now, so we, you know. But I, I didn't like the rally today. I wanted it to be a little. I want us to go down a little bit more, right? So yeah. we had a lot more upside, you know. So what do you think? I mean, because we had such. I mean, look, Square was thirty-two dollars, you know, at, at the yep. end of pandemic field number one. You know, I mean, that was just the greatest trade in the entire world. Tesla was nothing. Apple was nothing. They were all beaten up. What do you see now? Where do you see the market going where you can actually jump into leaps at a discounted rate? Because we need some discounts. Yeah. Um, Teladoc, man. Um, telehealth, because of COVID, a lot of, a lot of health companies crashed and burned pretty dramatically. And so I, I don't think that people are not going to get sick. There's not going to be some sickness or disease or another pandemic or another epidemic that won't happen in the next three years. So leaps, you know, again, you can buy a leap that's two years away and these healthcare companies have gotten absolutely murdered. So I don't think that healthcare is going to die by any means. Um, I think it's just going to continue to grow higher. So I'm looking for healthcare plays that there are some deep, deep discounts out there in the health tech space right now. I love it, man. I love it. I love what you're doing. I love the goals. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. That's a Thank good $70,000 to $700,000. So who's, um, are you doing, promote some shameless self-promoting? So who's doing your room? Who's doing, you know, how you work in your room nowadays? When do they oh, get man. to see um, you? Who do they get to see in the room? Tell, tell everybody about like, you know, because I know some of the guys, but, you know, I, I prefer you to really go and share that. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm there 9 to 12 Eastern, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then Monday and Friday mornings, I have Johnny Guarco, uh, who is a great trader, a good friend of mine, a former Marine, lives in Hawaii, just really tactical, really specific, loves, loves trend lines and trend spy, and he's amazing. We have a lot of other moderators, man. Um, Tony Pollock, Robert Falco, Thomas Wong, Tracy Ball, who is a monster. She trades hammers like an absolute machine. There's a lot of great traders out there, man. And coupling myself with, you know, with them and people like you and learning and just growing and getting ideas of understanding that so many other people trade differently and being able to use that to your advantage by blending it and by understanding what people do and how they do it can just help tweak you and push you and help you grow. That's awesome. So you've got some good people. You like the people you have right now. Yeah, man. What about yeah. Mr. Brad Reed, man? Is, is he still teaching beginner stuff? Um, he is not anymore with real life trading. He has moved on to uh, some real estate stuff. So he, he's gone on to, uh, to other markets. Mm, he's a good dude, man. But he is. He's he's a a good dude. He'll teach you how to trade one share. <laughs> he, is, he is a great guy. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal beginner's trader. Uh, yeah. Brand new. Yeah, he'll teach you how to buy, buy one share and play it out till the very, very end patiently and explain it to you and everything else. And, and I'll tell you, you know, it, it frustrated me because I wanted to see, I like seeing bigger stuff. But if you really break down what he taught, it's a beautiful, beautiful person, beautiful lesson that a lot of people need to, need to have and need to see. So Thomas is doing some moderation, man. He's a good dude. Yeah. No, dude, Thomas is awesome. Thomas is, he's legendary. I love that guy. He's hey man, just, so you, you can find Jeremy at reallifetrading.com. Check out his yeah. 
Check out all his awesome stuff. Jeremy, hang out. I want to say goodbye to you properly. For the rest of you, once again, weekly advice. I'm going to start to do some screen sharing of what emotions come up in trading and everything else. And I think that'd be something a lot of people need to listen to and watch and so forth. So uh, everybody say goodbye to Jeremy. Jeremy, say goodbye to everybody. Love you, bro. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks so much for being here and listening to both David and myself today. All right, Jeremy, hang out. Say goodbye to you properly, okay? Definitely.